when Shimu Habayuchai comes out of the cave, when he seizes another Jew and he realizes that other Jew has something, has something in him, in my opinion, that is unique and special. The Balatanya says that what is the Iker of Kabbalah? What is the core source of what Kabbalah stands on? Because the core of Kabbalah is that at the level of the soul, we are just one. If you think about it, and, if, and I don't know a lot of Kabbalah, but if you just think about what Kabbalah is, what is Panemius? Panemius means the inside. When you live in a world, it's easy to get stuck on the outside. Even if you live in a Torah world, it's stuck to get on. You look at an object, and it's all it is. It's a lulav, it's a sitter, it's tefillin. You look at people, and what you so easy, our senses show us that me and you are physical things. And it is so easy when you live in this world to reduce people to their physicalness. It's how we operate. It's how we sense. Kabbalah comes in and says, wait a second. That's not physical. That's congealed spiritual. The world is a spiritual world. There's ore. There's light. God created the world through his infinite energy. And there's light everywhere. And our job is to connect light, to return light. And me and you, we're not bodies. We are souls. We are congealed souls that have this thing called a body to navigate in this world. That's not who we are. That's not a lulav. That's a spiritual outlet. The, the eyes of Rabbi Shimon when he came out of that cave, especially the second time, were eyes that didn't see the physical world. So when that Jew comes running down the, 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 the path, what he sees is a piece of God. It's not him. It's not the, his level, but it is infinite value. And when he looks around the world, what he sees is infinite value, which is why he says in the Medrash Tanhuma, Whoever helps a Jew is like helping the Shechina. Why? Because when he looks over at another Jew, he sees a piece of the divine. When he looks over at another Jew, he sees infinite value, which is why he says in the Gemara Sota that it is better to make yourself fall than to embarrass somebody else. Better jump into a fiery furnace. Why? Because somebody else, you're disparaging infinite. Better ruin your finite. Better jump into your fire, like the story of Yehuda and Tamar. Better fall into a fiery pit, which destroys your body, than to lower and disparage someone else's soul. Which is why he says in Perkeavos that from all the crowns of Keser Torah and Keser Kahuna and Keser Malchus, big, huge crowns, priesthood and kingship and Torah, Keser Shem Tov. Your shame tove, your essence, your character, that's really what the essence is. Why is he saying this for? He's saying it because he sees it. He sees it. That around you is infinite value. To respect somebody means I don't know why you're saying what you're saying. And maybe I can influence you. And maybe you don't have the background. Maybe you don't have this. Or maybe your opinion is different than my opinion. And maybe you're here and I'm there. I got it. But I... I disagree, or dis I disagree, or, or or have to argue with your words or actions or behavior, but your essence, who you are, is infinite. That is Rabbi Shimon. That's the story of Lagba Omer. It's the story of seeing beyond the physical. That's what he gave on that last day. 
he gave over to his students and to the rest of the world, not just another book to study, he gave over the path to redemption. You see, now maybe it makes sense. We begin this period of time with the loss of redemption, plunging into national mourning that we still haven't fixed, which is why God says, stay in mourning. You're still in mourning. The students of Rivi Akiva had the chance to bring redemption and they didn't. That's the symbolism of a failed attempt at redemption. Don't shave, no haircuts, no celebrations, no live music. Feel the pain. But then Rishimon comes. And Rishimon says, wait a second. I got the answers. I got it. See beyond the physical. And God says, you figured it out. Now you have the path to redemption. Now you have it. And so Lagba Omer isn't the end of the negative. Lagba Omer is the beginning of the future. And that's why it all stops. And the music continues. And the music starts up again. And the celebration starts up again. Because it was always intended to be joyous. But once we ended that period and we began a new period, a period through the eyes of Rabbi Shimon, which is why it's amazing. Look at Meiron. What you'll find is every type of Jew shows up. Why? Because they just feel connected to Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon saw you for who you are. Rabbi Shimon believed in everybody. And when you look at people that see past the physical, they don't see your physical. And that's the lesson. That's the story of Lagba Omer. Lagba Omer is not the end. It's the beginning. It's the new path. It's the new way forward. So this Lagba Omer, don't just let the day go. Do something. You know, it's amazing. If you think about it, just look at the parallels for a second, can you? Just between me and you. The end of the temple total destruction, Jews come back, spiritually, physically, army, and they're about to win. And then they stop respecting each other. And now we can't get there because, not because we're not strong enough, not because we're not wise enough, not because we're not learned enough, but because we don't really see the value of each other. Interesting, right? Look at the world today. Came out of the Holocaust. Came back spiritually stronger than ever. Learned stronger than ever. Army physically connected. Have we ever had stronger physical and spiritual? Maybe since the time of Rabbi Akiva. Think historically. Have we ever had land, army, and this much Torah since Rabbi Akiva? And yet, how come we don't have the temple? How come we don't have the base on Migdash? Maybe because we haven't learned the lessons. Maybe when we see a Jew that's different than us, we say, it's them. Can't respect. Maybe it's better to scream or to put our nose down or to dismiss or to disrespect someone that doesn't look like us. Because we don't know how to balance between, I can not agree with your views, but you, your essence, who you are, infinite value. And we, me and you, are one, as the Baladine said. Maybe Lagbomer is the most powerful day of the year. 
And maybe if we took the lessons of Lag Baomer, we'd have very different lives. Let me leave you with some homework. Don't let the day go, really. It's a shame. Do something. If you can, light a candle for a Shemin. Take a moment. Lighting a candle is a very holy thing to honor the yard side of somebody. But take a moment. Find that candle and light it. And ask Rabbi Shimon, who is the father of seeing the greatest in each other, for help that we can see the greatest in each other today. Maybe, maybe pick up the phone to somebody and say something nice. Maybe find somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while and call them. Maybe take it upon yourself to study some, some Torah on the inside. You know, delve into one thing. Pick one mitzvah that you do and say, I want to understand the depths of the mitzvah, not just the surface. Maybe take it upon yourself that the next time that you see anybody or the first person you see on Lagba Omer, to look a little bit past their exterior, to look for the value of who they are. And I'm going to leave you with one secret. We're living in a time of incredible self-consciousness. We don't really believe in ourselves anymore. Maybe when we start to see the value of other people, we'll look in the mirror one day and say, well, if they have infinite value, I have infinite value. And we'll have the confidence that we need to connect as one people and usher in the time of when we get to see the day when Mashiach does come. We get to see Rabbi Shimon again.